so sweet as Jesus. No one ever cares so much. You listen to Radio Golden. Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Word Show on Kualide FM and that is the group Conquerors from Etegwini at Devon 
giving us the song Tinisela. Even when it becomes difficult, hold on, hold on to the Lord, don't give up. Uh, well, my name is Tammy, and I'm your host for the next few minutes. And welcome to this program that seeks to talk all things marital, all things relational, all things single. And we are finding our solutions from the Word of God. Hence, the program is called the Friday Night Word Show. Well, I hope that you've had a wonderful and a blessed week. And I just want to say to my friends out there, those that I've been interacting with on Instagram, those that I've been interacting with on WhatsApp, I really appreciate the effort to get in touch with me and talk to me and we encourage one another and we uplift one another. And the people that I interact with on a day-to-day basis at work, at, uh, you know, uh, on the road, and we discuss marital topics, I just want to say thank you and I appreciate all the effort and the time that you give me. Well, this is the Friday Night Watch Show. A few weeks ago, we spoke about what qualities are women looking for in a man. And I promised last week after we spoke about, you know, thinking to say, we will talk about the qualities of a woman. What is a man looking for in a woman? And I just want us to refresh on what we spoke about what qualities are women looking for in a man? But what we started off by doing is we read from the book of Exodus and from the book of Numbers. And we discovered that by the age of 20, a young man was regarded to be a man. And so we said a man should understand his own roles, his God-given roles. And so what were the qualities that we looked at? A man should accept his masculinity. We won't go down into detail. If you want to look, uh, the detail, go on to anchor.fm forward slash FM. Look for our podcast there. You will hear more in detail what we spoke about. A man speaks and acts with maturity. A man embraces his responsibility. A man functions independently. A man leads his family faithfully. A man recognizes his accountability. And finally, a man is an image bearer of God. And so we looked at all these things. And if, if you look at all these things, they talk to leadership. A man should be a leader. So what are the qualities should a wife or a woman possess? And if a wife or a woman possesses these qualities... Does she understand what role they consist of? What is your role as a wife towards your family and towards your husband? You see, I think it is important that men understand their role towards their wife and towards the family and towards the greater society. Equally so with women. If women begin to understand their quality, their role in society, it will make things much better. In actual fact, what I even realized today as I was reading the Bible, if you go to the book of Proverbs, chapter 30, um, chapter 31 is solely dedicated to women. I mean, you look at it, 
the wife of a noble character. But what I realized is that all the other preceding chapters are actually talking to men. And I found it very fascinating. I read um, Proverbs chapter 16 verses 1. It says, To the man belongs the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the reply of the tongue. And it says here, All, verse 2, All a man's ways seem innocent to him, but motives are weighed by the Lord. And, there, and chapter 18 says, An unfriendly man pursues selfish ends. He defies all sound judgment. Chapter 19 verse 1 says, Better a poor man whose walk is blameless than a fool whose lips are perverse. So if you go to the book of Proverbs, almost from chapter 1, the book of Proverbs addresses sons and fathers but when you get to chapter 31 it talks to women and from verses 10 of chapter 31 it begins to talk and it says a wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies in actual fact a woman who understands her role a woman who who has got a noble character is very very valuable verse 11 says her husband has full confidence in her does your husband have full confidence in you does he believe that you can do things so today we'll just go a bit deeper into the role of a wife or into the role of a woman in actual fact i just want to give us a definition of the roles of both a woman and a man god gave the man the role to be a leader and he gave him the role to be a provider and a protector while the woman was given the role to be a companion a mother and a home maker so what does a man or husband want from his wife? First and foremost, a man wants his wife to accept him as he is. A man wants his wife not to change him, not to try to change him, but to accept him, to accept him with his strengths and to accept him with his weaknesses. Are we saying wives should just live with those weaknesses and do nothing about them? No. We will talk about that. What we are encouraging is that accept him as he is. Because when women try to change husbands, men begin to feel that. Men are sensitive. We've got this pride. We're saying we become wounded because we're saying in our minds, this woman is not satisfied with me, so I'm not enough. So I just want to encourage our sisters out there, accept your husbands as they are. We will deal with the issue of his weaknesses. So accept him as he is. So accept his masculine virtues. And when I say masculine virtues, I'm not talking about only his physical strength. Accept his mental virtues. You know, there are men who can think and come up with beautiful solutions. Praise him. Accept him. If, if, if he's got you know, certain qualities, embrace them and celebrate them. So it is important. 
accept your husband as he is. Do not try and change him. Because all our lives as men, there's been a woman trying to change us. And that woman so happens to be our mother. And we do not expect our wives to try and change us. Just as our mothers spent their life trying to change us. And number two, men are seeking for admiration. In actual fact, here's the thing. There's a saying that says, if you treat a man as he is, he will stay as he is. But if you treat him as if he were what he ought to be and could be, he will become better. He will become that bigger, bigger and a better man. So it is important, women, that you realize that you hold the key to making your husband become a better being. In actual fact, I remember at one time I had a discussion with my wife and I said to her, you can literally make me do anything. The most important thing is how you approach me because I'm sensitive to your approach. So I I, I want to tell you, uh, sisters out there, men are quite sensitive to how you approach them. So qualities. And I, I want us to understand one thing. What quality are we looking for? A woman who understands me as a man and so accepts me as I am. So the quality that we're looking for in a woman or in a wife is understanding. Understanding my personality, understanding my character and not smashing it to bits and pieces. And so what else are we looking for? Number two, a woman who will admire a man. You know, I I can tell you no one gives a man a compliment. A man wakes up goes to work, works hard, and no one says, well done. And no one says, you have done a good job. But if a statement comes from my wife and she says to me, you've done a good job, you've, you've taken good care of us, you, I know you work hard, that motivates me, that inspires me. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll continue talking about the qualities that men are looking for in their wives. You're listening to the Friday Night Word Show with Tommy on Quality FM. There's no other name so sweet as Jesus. No one ever cares so much. You're listening to Radio Gold. So welcome back to the Friday Night Word Show on Goliday FM. And we are talking about the qualities of a wife that men are looking for in that wife. And and, and we, we read from the book of Proverbs. And verse 11 says, her husband has full confidence in her. So this, th- this woman, the man believes in her. Because of the way she conducts herself. Because of the way she carries herself. It is important that your husband 
has got confidence in you. And we also looked at the fact that a woman is supposed, or a wife, let me put it rather, to accept her husband as is. And I, I put a disclaimer and I said, we will discuss about dealing with the weaknesses of your husband in a future program. Put a note down. We will deal with that. We will talk about it. And so the next thing that we spoke about is um, admire your husband masculine qualities. So it is important that you admire your husband's masculine qualities. Look at him. Admire him. Appreciate him. Praise. Even if he puts a, a, a lamp in the house, Admire him, respect him, you know, cheer him up, cheer him on, you know, be the leading cheerleader in your husband's wife. In actual fact, I want to recommend um, the two following books. For men, I would want to re encourage a book called The Resolution for Men, written uh, by, I'm just looking for the name of the author, it's written by... Um, Stephen and Alex Kendrick. So if you look for a book called The Resolution for Men, this is a book that will help you to become a better man. And for our sisters, I want to encourage you. There's a book written by one of the well-known authors around marital relationships, Dr. H. Um, Norman Wright. And the title of the book is called Bringing Out the Best in your husband man those are two good reads i've got these books right in front of me i've been reading them the whole week or the past two weeks and these books are quite a blessing to me so let's continue with our topic encourage appreciate praise your husband so let's look at the common uh, maybe i just want to quickly pass over the common mistakes um, that a woman can make that can actually take away praise and you know appreciation from your husband when you crush his ideas, pour cold water on his ideas, when you, you remind him how you struggle on his income, when you speak angrily, when he fails in areas of uh, masculinity. So it is important that you praise him when he does well praise him in actual fact you know uh, there's certain things that my wife says to me when i've done well and those things make me feel like you know i'm a balloon i'm walking on air and it makes me want to do more and this is coming from a man sisters um number three make him your number one priority in life you know, there's a challenge, and I'll tell you this challenge. Before, when you get married, before you get married, when you're courting, you are number one. You are important. When you get married in your first year, first two years, you are number one. You are important. Then the children come along. Then the husband feels like he's competing for attention with the children. Then we we live in a time and a generation where Wives are now working and there are so many wives out there who are so motivated and driven by their professional career. It seems like they are married to their career. And when the children come along and then there's the job and then 
there's a wife who, who needs to go to school to further education. It, it then seems as a husband, you are number three somewhere there or you are number four. And then you feel you're not appreciated. You feel you're number two. And so when you come home, there's no one to comfort you. There's no one to cheer you because all of a sudden your biggest cheerleader is no longer cheering for you. He or she, she's cheering for that um, bundle of joy. So they call them. Oh, she's cheering for her career or she's cheering for her school activities. But I think one thing that I've learned and I've experienced personally, when you come home and your wife gives you, as you enter into the door, and the first 10 minutes, she gives you full attention, she listens to you, she talks to you, it makes you feel like you are number one. When she makes choices and decisions, it makes you feel like you're number one. So in the book that I was also reading, men were interviewed and men came out there and they said, I would want my wife to make me her number one priority. Not making money, not the, 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 the children, but me. And it makes it important, it, it makes it valuable to us as men when we're put as number one. We become motivated to make you happy as wives. You know, a man cannot help but deeply love a woman who treats him lovingly and comforts him when he is tired and discouraged after a long day. So, I'm, uh, and I, I want to put a disclaimer also uh, to our sisters, uh, to our wives and to our sisters. I'm saying, you're not slaves, but our roles are different. Our roles are different and your roles are very, very valuable in creating beautiful and wonderful marriages in creating beautiful motherhood and creating beautiful children. Number four, allow your husband to lead. Now, verse 23 of Proverbs um, chapter 31, her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. So, if you allow your husband to lead. People will see it in society and he will gain respect. In actual fact, um, I heard people, there's a saying as I grew up to say, you know, a, a, a man who is not respected, they will say he's been slapped with a wet, you know, um, underwear. I don't want to put it in my language because it will sound very vulgar. And, and men would not have respect towards this man who is not given his leadership role by his wife at home. So it is important that as wives you give your husbands their leadership role. Allow them to make decisions. Encourage them to make wise decisions. You know, there's nothing as frustrating as uh, as a wife who says, I always ask you and you always say you don't know. So you're not giving him. And this is why I did it. Or when he comes home, he finds out that you've taken a major decision without consulting him. And you say, I've been waiting for you for six months. It is important that as wives, you give your husbands their leadership positions. They should not fight for it. It should come natural. Give them the space 
to be the leaders that they are supposed to be. It, it, it is also important, another quality, believe in me. So says husbands, believe in me. You know, there's nothing as discouraging as when a, a woman says, I don't think you'll make it. I, I don't think you've got the capacity. In actual fact, if your number one cheerleader says that, you might as well just give up. But when your wife says, I think you can do it. I think you've got the wisdom. And and if you need help, please do call on me. I'm there for you. Believe in me. Believe in my capabilities. I can tell you from personal experience that when my wife said to to us, to me, uh, around the year 2010, 2011, she said to me, I believe in your potential. Man, I've kept those words. I believe you can do more. I can do, believe you can do wonderful things. I've kept those words in my mind. When she says she sees potential in me, she sees a guy who can do something. And I've kept those words. They've kept me going. So, uh, wives, stop complaining and start complimenting. We live in a society where men are not appreciated, where men are condemned, where men are made to feel like second-class citizens, where men are, you know, you live and you die and all you're told is a man does not cry, a man provides, a man does this, and no one says thank you. And as you go to the grave, you go with a heavy burden. And I can tell you, most of us as men understand the role that we have, the, the, the importance of what we ought to do to our family. And we wish we could do it much better than what we're doing it. But as we're doing all this, as we're stressing all through these things, we're getting less of compliments. We're getting we're getting more and more condemnation. Our space in society keeps on growing smaller and smaller. And we begin to feel insignificant. And I'm saying this, and I'm opening up, and I'm a bit, I'm, I'm being vulnerable a bit. And some people may condemn and say, no, he's just being too vulnerable and he's too emotional about it. But this is the reality. This is the truth. And women, or let me say wives, you hold the keys to making us better men, to making us men who will shape a better society, men who will shape a better future. So I just want to encourage you, wives, to become a no a wife of noble character. So listen to this, verse twenty eight of Proverbs thirty one. Her husband, her children rise and call her blessed or blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things. But you surpass them all. So uh, uh, here's what quality we're looking for. This is a woman who surpasses all other women. When she touches something, it's just not ordinary. When, when she does something, it's not ordinary. When she takes a needle and she sews her, her dress, her shirt, it's just not ordinary. When she cooks, it's just not ordinary. When she begins to speak, she's not ordinary. She surpasses all other women. Because she, she's, she, she knows how to make her husband great. She knows how to bring the best out of a husband. And where does this take me back? It takes me back where God says, let us create 
a suitable helpmeet. And I don't want to talk about this because we've already spoken about it in the past. But here's what we're saying. Accept your husband for who he is. Making number one in your life. Allow him to lead. Allow him to practice his God-given role. You will remember what we discussed. We said a man is accountable. A man is an image bearer of God. Allow him to do all those things. Cheer him on. When he's discouraged, cheer him on. Sympathize with him. Care for him. Hug him when he feels down low. You know, thank him when he has done well. And you will see, in return, he will give you what all women want. He will love you. He will love you. He will love you. And he will love you simply because you are giving him what drives a man forward, what inspires a man forward. So I just want to encourage us out there, sisters. Let us search the word of God, especially let's read Proverbs 31. And let's read many other books of the Bible. And let's find out how can we be better wives? Let's find out how we can be better husbands. It takes two to tangle. Let's not sit there as husbands and say, you hear what he said. You hear what the Bible says. No, let us lead by example, husbands. Let's not point fingers at our wives. And wives, let us not sing a song and say, you know, all men are the same. Your man is different. Your man is unique. Celebrate him. Enjoy him. Celebrate him. Cheer him up. Even if Banachelas, cheer him on. He is yours and he is yours alone. May the good Lord bless you. Well, well we before we close out today's show, I just want to share with you a snippet from a very well-known speaker, Dr. Miles Monroe, about men. And I hope this will uplift us and encourage us and will realize the importance that we carry one to another from a wife to a husband, from a husband to a man. Let's sit back, listen to this, and let us learn from it. So go the fathers, so go the nation. So go the fathers, so go the family. So go the fathers, so go the community. And as I mentioned, Time Magazine's favorite quote, dad is destiny. The secular world has concluded that the conditions of a male determines the destiny of a country. We spend a lot of money on the women in every country. But not much is spent on men except to build jails for them. We build programs for women, but prisons for men. We develop women and we give men punishment. And so our nation is lopsided. The foundations are out of course. And what I think is the most amazing thing is that Father is the designation God gave himself. He calls himself Father. He never calls himself Mother. And that doesn't demean the role of motherhood. But it does emphasize the importance of the spirit of fatherhood. I want to talk about that today. What is You're listening to the Friday Night Word Show with Tommy on Quality FM. Well, thank you very much for tuning in to the Friday Night Word Show on Golidia FM. And I hope that we have learned quite a lot. That is a very powerful snippet that we shared. And I hope that 
we will become better husbands and better wives. I know and I know and I know that we've got so many challenges in our marriages. But let us take everything to the Lord in prayer. And let us genuinely learn from the word of God, the Bible, to how to become better husbands and become better fathers and become better wives and become better mothers. There is no way we will become better if we are not connected to God. And well, in closing, I just want to share with you one of um, my favorite groups. You know, for those of you that are old timers, you will enjoy this song that we're going to close off with. And it encourages prayer. Well, so I just want to encourage you, share this podcast with your neighbors, share it with your workmates, share it all over and wherever you go. And you can find us on anchor.fm forward slash FM On Twitter, you can find us at FM. And on Instagram, you well, 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 Instagram, you can find us on FM underscore one nine. Well, until we meet again next time, ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy the song from the Heralds, and it says, "Just a little talk with Jesus will make it right." Until we meet again next time, ciao and God bless. I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in, and then a little light from heaven filled my soul. It bathed my heart in love and wrote my name above, and just a little talk with Jesus made me whole. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus, tell him all about our trouble, hear our famous cry, answer by and by. But Jesus is a friend who watches day and night I go to him in prayer, he knows my every care And just a little talk with Jesus makes it right Have a little talk with Jesus, tell him all about our trouble Hear our faintest cry, answer by and by Find a little talk with Jesus makes it right.
Macy's.